Hello friends, welcome back to Erico Blueberry. This is episode 21. Uh, for those of you in the US, this show is now old enough to, what, drink? Uh, we've been to war for three years. Uh, we've been sent home on a dishonorable discharge. Uh, this is an unassuming Destiny podcast. <laughs> My name is Chili Bin. I'm Mackie. <laughs> uh, we are definitely not from the US. These are all just things we've picked up through cultural osmosis. Um... How are things with you up there in Queensland? Because it's hot as fuck down here. Uh, it's spicy and sticky. Mm. Um, this is this is what I call soup weather. And I said that the other night. Yeah, someone in our ass. someone in our server assumed like, oh my god, it's soup weather. I'm gonna oh, have cold. soup. And I was like, it's no, the cozy. weather is the weather is soup. Yes, it's like walking through soup. Yes, I'm swimming through custard. Yeah, it's like you go outside and, and the first thing you do is go ugh. <laughs> yeah. that hits you like a yeah, wall we are sitting at like 30 degrees celsius uh sorry i'm not doing the conversion uh bulk humidity because i think we're about to have a big old storm roll through uh so probably hey. the same as you um but also this past like week or so our air conditioning has just been not working after we run it for more than a couple of hours um which is real annoying for getting someone to come and take a look at it like we turned it on as soon as we got up this morning a guy came at like 11 to take a look at why it wasn't working. But of course, it's working. It, was, it was working totally fine. He was like, well, I can't do anything with this and just left. And then it stopped working a couple of hours later. I called the company back. I'm like, any chance you can send someone out? They're like, not until tomorrow. So we're just not going to turn it off in the hopes that it keeps not working until the guy comes back. So in the meantime, I'm in this closed room with two bright lights on me. I am sweating slowly, but enough that I feel it running down the back of my calf every now and then. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and I'm yeah. drinking we're, to forget it. Where are uh, 30 degrees or 31 degrees at the moment? I think it's like 70 to 80% humidity, mm. but it's particularly sticky because out of the corner of my eye, I can see lightning. Mm. So we do have a big tropical storm coming through. So it's nice and sticky. Yeah. Love it. Um, Welcome to Erico Blueberry, the home of very specific weather chat. <laughs> um, I'm in a similar boat though because downstairs has an air conditioner, but mm. for some reason upstairs, where all the bedrooms are, yeah, no air conditioner. It's not like heat rises um, or anything. So, so my dog's good. Yeah, Sergei's good. Yeah, He's got aircon. He's good. little prince. <laughs> um, but same boat. I've got two different lights. I've got a blue light, a ring mm. light. I've got that motherfucker mm. back there in a strip of LEDs. So this room yeah. gets also my, real toasty. The PC is like arm's length away from me, pumping hot air out into the room. Same. <laughs> just straight off the top because I've right. got all of my ventilation pointing up in my PC. So Less just... weather chat, more I'm an idiot chat. Um, I've got this Band-Aid right here. Um, we got... Uh, it's just like domestic chat fuck destiny um we got a whole set of like really fucking good and sharp knives and like this big magnetic knife block to go with it and i'm not used to sharp knives like this it on yourself no well no uh i was just like chopping some uh some zucchini and then a bit of it got stuck on the blade you know that like weird juice that zucchini has when you cut it it was just like stuck to the side of the blade so i went to like push it off and just went with the blade and it just it's like, you know, when you get a cardboard cut and it's just that annoyingly deep, but not that bad yeah. kind of cut. It's one super of those. Thin, but super 
super deep. Yeah, so, so when you move your finger, you can feel it like. No, I, I, I like had the I had it off. I had like taken the plaster off to wash my hands, um, and I was like going to make coffee, and like it it looked fine, and I took the like the lid off the top of the hopper on the grinder for the beans, put the beans in, put the lid back on, and felt felt it's it like, just like pop open. Ugh. It's real visceral. And then I looked, I was like, oh yeah, there's. There's blood. It's definitely not healed yet. <laughs> it needs more than like twelve hours. Yeah, I did. Ugh. I did. I did the same thing with my new knives because, mm. like, you get so used to blunt knives and having you to like put all that fucking push. elbow into it. So of course I go to cut an onion in half, and the onion rolls, and I just catch it with my knuckle. Oh no! And I'm just like, Welcome to huh. error code, idiot. Yeah, error code. Dumbass. But, butthead. There we go. Imagine if they came out Eric with an Ericode butthead. Ericode big dummy. <laughs> uh, all right. We should probably talk about some Destiny. Uh, yeah. That's a good, like, five minutes of just bullshit. Welcome Eric to our Code life. bullshit. That's the one. Um, so, I feel like, do we just talk about this Throne World trailer? Because um, there wasn't too many other things, I think, in the last week. I got one of my Destiny New Year's resolutions done. Damn. Okay. Now let's start with that because that's that's efficient. That's like I one week later moments, you've done it. My moments of triumph. Mm. And so now was, I'm gonna put the, to shirt get the shirt on my body. Yeah, yeah just, I'm just, almost done with the rest too. Yeah, just in time for them to release the hotfix so that you can delete the in-game inventory item that says you can buy the shirt now because they only just fixed that. <laughs> it was just taking up an inventory slot. So yeah, um, not next pay, pay after probably. Gonna go pick that up. Mm. Very excited to add to not only my Destiny gear, but the fact that it's black and gold, which just adds to my general aesthetic as well. Yes. Not that you can tell by this room. This room is very purple. I'm very purple, but yeah. the rest of my house is black and gold. Yeah, it, it looks like you're having a minor crisis. Minor bubblegum crisis. I am, yep. <laughs> Tokyo 2040, because that's when I'll get there next. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you're not wrong, but I wish you were. Mm. Okay. Yeah, 2022 turned 30, bringing in a crisis. It's fine. That's it. All right, so you've got the, you got the T-shirt able to be purchased. Yes. What's the next one off the list? What are you, next what are you one, grinding down on now? What am I close to? That sounds bad. Why next? did that come out of my mouth? <laughs> Uh, I am two base levels away from being leveled for Witch Queen, so I'm currently... Oh, you mean like hitting 1330 across uh, the board? Yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm currently, I think it is 1328 plus 17. Plus 17? Yeah, so you know like the... Oh, the artifact, artifact mod. modifier? Yeah, no, 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 the, okay. That's how I tell people what I am because I'll say I'm 1347 and they go, oh, so you're 1330. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay. So now you, you've actually got to grind like two gear levels essentially. Right, okay. But I think, I'm, I think I'm close because not a lot of my gear is in the red. It's all zeros or plus one, plus two. Hmm. So at the moment I'm, I'm having trouble getting the shit drop to drop what I actually yeah, need. Yeah, so, so you're probably drop. like... So yeah, your base level will be thirteen twenty eight, but you'll have like six out of eight at the next one up or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's boots and primary. I think I'm missing. 
I'd have to double check, but yeah, I think it's just boots and primary at this point. Yeah. Which is frustrating. Yeah. Because all of my primaries are dropping at 1329. Yeah, you're in the shitty part of the grind where you just have to do every pinnacle source you can. Yeah. uh, And hope that RNG blesses you. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been. Especially when you've only got the one character too. Like that, that is the, the one plus side with having alternates is like, you can run all the pinnacles across all of them. You can transfer the weapons around so that you can just like get that extra little bump if you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you still have to grind all the armor out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'll get it done. Look, even if you don't, like being at thirteen twenty eight when the cap is thirteen thirty, going into a new expansion, I don't think you're going to struggle too much to like <sighs> get there. I- I was hoping that, but for Beyond Light, I sat at about about the same level. Mm. And for the first week and a bit, I was really struggling. Like yeah, I kept you... having to call fire team members in to help me with certain things because yeah. I just wasn't getting it. But you, you also like, there were at least three of us, I think, that were playing the game 16 hours a day for like the first three or four days. You weren't in that kind of nonsense. I don't think no i think i was i'd taken the week off to do that and then mm. some like personal changes mm. came up that week and that's right I'd i remember now spent a lot of time trying to get that sorted out but yeah but yeah yeah look either way i think you're gonna be fine um granted that beyond light grime was because we were trying to have a real crack at day one and then, like, a lot of people died at Atrax for nine hours. Um, and then we went to do... We went we went back to DSC, like, the next day, and it was almost a breeze because yeah. Contest Mode was gone and we'd, like, leveled past it already. Or at least admittingly, admittingly, though, that those nine hours produced some of the best content oh, of our clan, though. Yeah. Some, some defining moments yeah, of our clan. For sure. Um, but, yeah, I think, like... Just because I, I know how shitty that grind in urine is right now. Don't stress too much if you don't get there in the next, like, what, month? Yeah, um, I got a month, so I'm not exactly, like, screaming. No, no. Um, but, yeah, that pinnacle grind sucks. Get to do it all over again in a month-ish. <laughs> Fuck. Actually, I need yeah. to. I'm, I'm waiting. So I haven't put in my time off for that like early witch queen grind i I do want to do it as much as i think it's silly to book time off for a game launch like this is more wanting to hit that raid when it first drops and kind of expecting it to be close to the launch of the expansion um that's what i need to do to get that done um but i want to wait for tomorrow's twab to see if there's any hints about like are they going to need to delay it delay the release mm-hmm. do they hint at the raid date like any of that stuff and then i'll probably just put in the request tomorrow and then it, then it's done you know then i don't have to worry about it or i can just go hey i need to slightly shift this existing leave as opposed to waiting until it's like two or three weeks out and being like yo can i have a whole week off <laughs> yeah as soon as they they announced the launch date i was like okay i'm gonna get a day ahead mm-hmm. and then the week after yeah but you know, after after seeing them delay, uh, Beyond Light was the one that got delayed for a bit, right? Yeah. After that, I was like, I don't want to count those chickens too soon. Uh, but I am definitely going to do that. I think. 
I feel like it won't be an issue because they were trying to drop um they were trying to drop a big expansion with mm. some big changes. Yeah. During a pandemic where they had all a lot of their team had just shifted to work yeah. from home. Yeah. So there was a lot of like things that weren't connecting or weren't working for them at the time because they were new to the work from home structure for a lot of the the team members. Yeah, true. I feel like we're two years into the pandemic now that I feel like they've probably got their rhythm down and I feel like it'd be a pretty big bug for them to delay again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe the raid will get delayed, if anything. I don't know. Like, Like, there's... So I've seen some comments around bounty stacking in in particular um you know obviously they're about to vault a bunch of content so you know bounty stacking is not something bungie has ever said like here's how this works here's how to do it because it's more a quirk of their system that you're even able to um so basically someone had put a question i think to dmg on twitter asking like hey like what's gonna what's gonna happen with bounty stacking when all the shit gets vaulted because like you know tangled shore is going away all of the all of this last year's seasonal activities are going away so those bounties obviously will go with it so you can't carry those bounties over past the expansion release that's usually how that works um and someone was trying to get clarification and they basically said like look you're never going to get a guide from bungie on how to bounty stack because it's not really how they how they want the game to be played because it kind of encourages like an unhealthy relationship with those systems. Yeah. Um, and, you know, usually when they put a, a raid out, it's like a week and a half after the the expansion launches. Like if you look at Beyond Light, it was a week and a half after. So like a full week reset and then it was that weekend. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that again. I know that they do the contest mode for the for the world's first, but there's part of me that like with those con- comments about bounty stacking, I'm wondering if they change something about how they release the raid, whether that's making it more achievable in terms of that early grind to get ready for it, whether it's uh, contest mode not only being a ceiling but being a floor. So if you're below yeah. it, it brings you up because then you can just go and do the raid. Um, you know, you're still going to be 25 under, but it takes that pressure off. Mm. Like that, that, that to me is like part of me is surprised they haven't done that already. Like I understand why contest mode is a part of it for day one because you really want to test people because you want it to be this pinnacle challenge. Um, but it does force you to do what we did with Beyond Light, which is basically play the game backwards for a week. You know, you play. Like what we were doing was bounty stacking three characters, going from like playing through the campaign in order of like least played character up to your main. So you pop all the bounties, get the season pass rewards. It's just standard bounty stacking kind of procedure, right? So that by, by the time you get to your main character, you've got all the XP bonuses from the season pass and you, you push that main, that your main character up really fast in terms of power level. Um, you basically max out the power gain within that first week. But it was pretty grim. Mm. You know, like it required a month or two of pre-work before the expansion even dropped. And then 
we were basically, yeah, as I said, putting in, putting in 16 hour days, like more, more hours than I put into my day job um, yeah. to try and, to try and like prep for this thing. And even then it was rough as hell by the time we got to day one. Um, you know, would it have been different if we had a full six group of people that had been able to do that same grind? I don't know. I doubt it. It was our first time doing day one as a group. Uh, but yeah, there's this part of me that wants that grind to go away because it does just feel a bit unhealthy. Mm. And like a bunch of people, you know, will go and say, like, oh, get good or like uh, that part of the game's not for you then if you're not committed. It's like, yeah, but it's not accessible for enough people for me to be comfortable with that. Yeah. It's playing Destiny is not everyone's day job. No. No, and like that might work for the streamers that are doing world's first races and uh, you know, making money off streaming Destiny, cool. But there's this entire community of people that want to have a real crack at something like that, you know, that play that do like solo dungeons off air just because they find the challenge fun, right? Mm. And I just wish more of those sort of more of those sort of people could have a crack at that day one. Yeah. Do I think they're going to do it? Not necessarily. Do I hope? Yes, of course I do. Like I want more people to have access to that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I guess we'll just wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of Witch Queen is kind of still under wraps. We're yeah. getting like little tastes and little hints, but like a lot of it is. Yeah. Like I, I don't think we'll get much more detail than we have already about like story and uh you know mechanics and seasonal activities and like there's a new six player activity they're bringing in we've heard basically nothing about that we've heard nothing about how the weapon crafting works i kind of want those to stay under wraps so that we get to discover them and have that that kind of surprise still yeah. left to go i think the the only thing i'm looking for is a date for the raid at this point and like that explanation of like the barrier to entry they yeah. usually put that yeah. out, I think, like three or four weeks before the expansion drops, if I'm remembering correctly. So we can't be too far away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that usually outlines like, okay, the, the power level is going to be set at this. Contest mode is set here. Here's the date. Here's how all of the World First Race stuff is going to work. Um, so, yeah, hoping to see that soon. And yeah. fill, in, fill in those last sort of like planning gaps because I'm like starting an early bit of bounty stacking just because it's Iron Banner this week and I want to hold, hold those pinnacle bounties mm. and carry those over at least and hope that they don't get eaten. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, like I don't want to have to bounty stack this thing. Yeah. I don't feel like I should have to. Like I'm starting to do a little bit now and then if it turns out that uh, they've changed it so that it's completely redundant. You don't need to do it. I'm just going to go pop those bounties. I don't give a fuck. Mm. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. I wa- like, I would, my ideal case would be you boot up the expansion, you've got no bounties, and you're able to just play through the game and get ready for the raid without having to, like, dedicate all this extra time to just extra work when there's already so much to do. Yeah. It's such a big game. Anyway. Yeah. That's yeah, I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat. I only recently got into bounty stacking anyway, so like if it does go away or it does change, I'm not gonna be too upset. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like with the way that they've changed the the seasons so that a non-expansion season release is only a plus 10, that's such an easy, uh, easy, there's a mini grind, you know, it's just like yeah. a little dose. Uh, and that that's pretty, that's pretty doable with Iron Banner and all the pinnacle sources we've got at the moment. Um, yeah, it's just that plus 50 is brutal. Mm. I forgot about it. Remember that used to be every season it was a plus yeah. 50 grind every three months. Icky. Yeah. Yucky. Yeah. Oh, you need to, we need to check after, like after the show, we need to go check what lost sectors are on rotation. You need to get those fucking necrotic grips. Necrotic I'm not going to let you forget. I've been doing lost sector time trials this week and that's actually been stupid fun. There's like a bunch of us in our, in our clan, uh, for those watching, so that you know what I'm talking about. Um, one of them is like super into speed running, is busy watching AD, AGDQ right now. Um, create a spreadsheet of like all the lost sectors that have the elective difficulty. And then there's leaderboards for whoever runs the fastest time. Um, and that like, I've, I've just been like chasing the rotation because there's one of, the, one of the triumphs I need to get the moments of triumph seal is to do like uh, master lost sectors in four locations. Um, so I've just been kind of like chasing those around, doing them as they come through, because I'm at I'm at a power level where master is quite doable. Like it's yeah, it's not easy, but I don't have to worry about being under power. Yeah. Um, and I've just been like running them and finding them actually like, you know, because they're they may they take you maximum fifteen minutes, give or take. Uh, and I'm running them in like five to nine minutes most of the time, and I'm like, well, I could get that time down. Or I could, I could like, you know, manage the ammo this way and then and then get it even down under like, I don't know, three and a half minutes, say. There was uh, one, uh, it's on Europa, it's Concealed Void, I think, uh, where there's like, there's a bunch, there's a couple of big shanks, there's a couple of servitors. Um, anyway, what I was doing was taking a Void Titan in with the bubble into the boss room, put the Titan bubble over the Lost Sector chest, jump out of it, Galahorn the boss until he's dead, jump back in the bubble, pop the chest, done. It was real stupid. <laughs> but I was able to do it like three and a half minutes flawless. Yeah. So like, if you want to get Necrotic Grip and you want to find like the farmable Lost Sectors, um, we, we can work that out, I think getting the loadout is, is, is pretty key. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah, it's, it's very fun. I got, I got like a few exotic drops, but I was chasing times. <laughs> uh, it's just getting sweaty in more than one way. Hell mm. yeah. Okay, so the big thing this week, uh, the evergreen community drama aside, um, we're just not even going to, and we got to open that door on the show, but unless, unless we need to. So the big news this week was, I, I mean, I didn't see this coming, but there's a Sabathun's Throne World trailer. It was like, yeah. what, a minute and a half long? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much back there oh, to it. Dude, like, okay. So I, I think I said this on a show last year, and I'm trying to avoid the Destiny subreddits um, just because they're usually incredibly toxic only occasionally useful 
Um, but boys, Raid Secrets having a fucking field day with this trailer because it's just like frames, like individual frames in there with like symbols and chemical atomic weights and like all of these different linked pieces of information. Um, not only does not only does this throne world look cool as shit, Bungie's almost just snuck a few little like hints and teasers and puzzles in there to be like, hey, do you know the the like chemical diagram for the orbital shells on osmium? Do you know what that looks like? Remember the osmium court, the osmium dynasty? You remember that? So like little hints like that to be like, hey, maybe Oryx is a thing again. I don't know. I don't know what it means. Yeah, that's the hard part. I've watched it a few <laughs> times. And as someone who, like, Oryx, Oryx is one of my favorite plot lines. I think I've said mm. it before on the show. Um, But then also on top of that, Oryx's raid is one of my favorite raids. It's mm. heavily nostalgic for me. Mm. So just seeing little hints here and there, I'm like, oh, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, being... All they're doing is bringing back King's Fall. Yeah. But instead of Oryx, it's uh, they've just reskinned Oryx as Savathun. No, no, no. It's it's all the baby Oryxes from Dears of Eternity wearing a trench coat. Oh, the Shetland pony mm. Oryxes. Yeah. Shetland Oryx. Yeah. <laughs> the tiny version of the Oryx, big thing. Oryx, the taken pony, Star Horse's illegitimate love child, with the Drifter. Sworn enemy. Oh no. Yeah. The He's Drifter is Mister Hands. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Ah, jeez. <laughs> you know what the worst part is? I didn't even script that joke. Oh, that my just God. came there to me. People who are going to listen to this who you can tell who the degenerates are because the That's degenerates will respond to that. Like, Everyone else will be like, what's the hint? Yeah, they have don't like, Google they, it. They if you don't the... know what it is, don't Google it. Do, Do not. not. No, 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 no. Uh, it's just like video on in the background, listening to us, doing some other stuff. Then they're like, wait, what? They said what? Who made a Mr. Hands joke? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yes, Oryx, maybe. Yes. And then, Who knows? and then, yeah, being scientifically minded as we both are, I caught some of those symbols as well. Mm. I was like, yeah, because I mean, symbol so for I, Mercury. Yeah, so I caught I, like I caught a few out in the notes. So there's like atomic numbers for Mercury and sulfur. Um, which, and then there's also like all the references to alchemy. So there's alchemical symbols, also mercury and sulfur. And I think one other, which I'm forgetting, uh, salt feature very heavily in alchemy. And if you look at the witch queen armor sets, um, I'm trying to get this right now. So mercury, salt and sulfur appear on each of the Titan hunter and warlock armor sets. Um, but then there's also a second layer to that where, they translate to mind, body, and soul, with mind being hunter, body being titan, soul being warlock, whichever way they they map. Um, so there's like just all these layers to it of like, okay, but where are you going with this is all I keep thinking. And there was that one symbol which was like, there was a circle in the middle with like seven what looked like little worms around it. If you've seen that, it looks like a like a butthole essentially but if you look closely at it they look like little worms with the three hive eyes 
but aren't there five hive worms? Where are these other two coming from? Yeah. There's there's some lines uh, in the trailer too that are very interesting as well. Like you picked up the O Honored Guest, mm, which has the same cadence as O Guardian Mine. Yeah, and it's also in in the trailer it lands with the the visual being the the player character almost being forced to take a knee in front of Sabathon. And that got me thinking about like, is it a control phrase? Is it like the spoilers for Bioshock? The would you kindly, like, I'm going to make you do something because I said these magic words kind of thing. Um, and there Which was some, I think is a theory yeah. we played with early on too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be surprised if there's elements of manipulation. Um, there's already been in the lead up to, you know, even just through the season, there's been some of that. There's been deceit, misdirection. Um, some of the law books have been incredibly grim, but fascinating in that, in that light. We are dealing with the God of Deception, mm-hmm. which Ikora opens the trailer with basically God just of, saying, hey, God yo. of cunning, I think are the, the words. Yeah. yeah. But man. Um, there's a there's a line at the end that's something like, um, the throne world is indistinguishable from my own mind. Every step, every bullet, I will count and take stock of them. Mm. Which adds up to, I think, in earlier episodes, we were making jokes about um Sabathun being a big weirdo because the original yeah. trailer had all those images of her just looking just down looking upon you. Just looking down over shit, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, geez. The throne world is actually just inside Sabathun's mind. Could be. Could be, all be a big illusion. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how big she, she is, hid, really. She hid in Osiris for God knows how long. Yeah, and then she got real big when she came out and went into the, the big old crystal. How much bigger she, can she get? Big lady do the big steppy. No, she crusty. Oh <laughs> the big weirdo. <laughs> uh, there was also uh, right at the end of the trailer with all the like, you know, they're trying to sell you the expansion. Here's all the pre-order bonuses and whatever. Um, they finally gave us the name for the exotic SMG that is coming with this oh, pack. Oh yeah. Um, like we'd seen images of it before in the like if you go to you know if you go to store the store in Steam and go to pre-order the pack, you can see what it looks like. Um, and in this trailer, even you can see a, a guardian transmatting in holding it. Um, but they gave us the name, which is Osteostriga. Uh, depending on which language you want to base it on, basically means bone scream, bone witch. Uh, I don't know. It seems like kind of Eastern European mythology being pulled in for this one. It just. It seems like the it's more the phrase bone witch or bone scream. I'm very into. Yeah, well, I mean, a sh- uh, depending on striga or striga, depending mm-hmm. on where you're from, um, they are. There's a couple of different branches of the law of a striga, mm-hmm. but they basically they either drink the blood of children or drink the blood of men. Yep. Um, in some of the law, they use deception to appear as a beautiful woman. But they're actually a big yucky bug, mm. and then in another in other veins of the law, they br- drink the blood of children and turn into a bug. Hang on, so there's a couple of different 
ways that law goes because it, it it's like Russia, Finland, Sweden, mm. Albania, Turkey, yeah. they all have a a type of liga. Like mm. it's it's it all depends on where you're from. So the story I'm familiar with is they appear as beautiful women or they appear as something attractive, but they're mm. actually disgusting. And then they kill it's kind of like a banshee, but like mm. they kill men and drink their blood. Like like mm. don't trust a pretty lady in the forest. She'll lead you astray. Pretty it's pretty lady. It's but that's basically it. Like a Thiga will appear as something attractive to you and mislead you into the forest and kill you. Yeah. So if if you take a guardian and put it in a gun, you get xenophage. If you take Savathun and put it in a gun, you get bone striga. Yeah, maybe. Big I mean, moth it could, lady. They could also just be playing off the the concept and the um running through line of deception. Yeah. Because there are a lot of like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the only like Middle European, Northern European, law reference we see because a lot of European folk tales rely on deception and cunning. Mm-hmm. Um, explains why I have trust issues. But. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there'd be more more European or Nordic law popping up. Because um, yeah. they, they've been known to play with different culture laws and tie in different law or um, concepts from different folk tales throughout yeah. the life of destiny they've played a lot with asian law and asian folk tales they've played a lot with like middle eastern iranian folk tales like mm. it's not the first time that they've they've pulled something like that and the whole concept of sabathun essentially being a big bug lady mm-hmm. she's a big moth yeah and she's full of shit and she disguised herself as osiris for however long in the law what was and we it all years? know he's in hot as fuck he do be cute. Mm. Um, Old daddy can get it. She turned herself into something appealing to the vanguard. Yeah. So it's like it's just playing. Me, to me also mm. plays off the concept of big bait, bug lady do the lie. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> big bug lady with the big old bait. Yeah. Like, you heard me. It's... it's <laughs> it's it's a folk tale based off deception and cunning, so mm. and luring people to their doom. So yeah, I've, that could be I've, another hint as well. I've never wanted to read the law tab for a weapon more. <laughs> it's kind of where this is getting me. I yeah. want to get that gun, and I want to sit down and nerd about it. I'm I'm interested to see where else maybe they're going to keep going with this, like the mm. Striga theme, or maybe they'll pull in from other. Folklore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Give us a Baba Yaga gun. You well, that's it. Like, my, my impression is, like, if they're going to pull one thing from a different culture for, for, for the, you know, duration of a season or an expansion, they're going to kind of stick in that wheelhouse. They're not going to, like, just pick and choose from all over the place all at once. Mm. That seems to be the pattern, at least. It's like, oh, this season's all about, um, you know, Season of the Chosen. You've got the Cabal. You've got this, like honor through combat through ritual combat you know that that's a very like specific kind of thing and all the weapons are made to look you know befitting of a culture that would do something like that 
Um, so yeah, I would I would expect to see more similar things when Witch Queen finally gets here. Also, all of the armor and weapons we've seen so far look tight as fuck, and I want to get them. So cool. I'm the loving glaive. these. Oh, the glaive. The, oh, glaive. the glaive. Every time I see it, I'm like, I want the sword stick. Give me, me big stabby. Exactly. Um, I I don't know. I'm I'm probably thinking too deep on it, but I'm loving all the alchemy and like alchemy references. Yeah. But I'm kind of hoping that the crafting system is based off alchemy. Yeah, I mean, or like got an alchemy kind of feel or like aesthetic to it because I feel like you're getting pieces of these weapons to craft weapons, yeah. and like modifiers potentially and stuff as well. I've heard, mm. just heard. Um, I would love for it to have like an alchemy kind of like energy to it. Yeah, I'm very, very interested to see how they turn that into a system in a video game, right? Mm. Like that's. That's stuff that like fascinates me. It's like getting a system like weapon crafting or the transmog system and like seeing how it all fits together. You know, the transmog system, to be fair, is like quite simple. Weapon crafting is like orders of magnitude more complicated. Um, you ever play uh, Fallout 4? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the weapon crafting system in that is incredibly flexible, but it's a single player game. So there's basically no reason to put limitations on that. You can put yeah. whatever you want on top of whatever you want, basically whenever. Um, this being an online game, a PvP game, um, I wonder where they're going to draw the lines with what you can do with it. Like, can you make a completely busted gun? Maybe. I don't know. Is it going to be like the, the Trials Engram stuff where it's just oh, a bit yeah. more expensive to do something like that? Um, they, they seem to have a pretty good idea of what's likely to be broken and making that hard to achieve. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's like with all of the ability rebalancing they did, people still found ways to make really dumb builds, but it opened up a wider variety of possible viable builds, which mm. was the goal. Um, so I'm just very interested to see how it looks in the game because we've seen nothing about it other than that one weird shot where it's like there's a stone pillar above what looks like a bunch of different colored crates that it looks like a slide puzzle you've seen you've seen yeah. this image right yeah it i don't know what that is i don't know what that is supposed to be no oh, team team puzzle yeah yeah and like okay this is like a complete side note but i've seen today a couple of very short clips out of that trailer one of which is what looks like a statue of a thrall but it's just like that white bone kind of look that is all throughout this stuff and at one point it's like got its arms up like this and then the literal next frame it's sticking its arm out and pointing to the side like are we dealing with statue puzzles in this expansion oh. like what is going on That'd be really fun, like a puzzle aspect. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. As yeah. a kid who played, you know, Legend of Zelda and and Medieval and, and mm. games that did have those puzzle elements in it, I'm not mad. Yeah. That'd be fun, especially yeah. as a team. Yeah, but it's stuff like that where, I mean, as far as I can remember, we've not had much of that in Destiny. Like, there's puzzles and stuff, but they're more... You remember like the Niobe lab stuff with the, the black armory where it's like, oh, you've got to get this gun. You've got to look down the site at this specific thing. And it's yeah. like real fiddly shit. It's not just kind of that environmental puzzle 
environmental storytelling kind of thing um other than like the xenophage quest where you have to go and like pick up the thing and run it to all of those plates on the moon mm. um, i'm trying to think if there's anything else like that i don't know all i can the only thing i can think of was like that first run that you do of presage when you're trying to figure it out for the first time like we did it blind me and i think two others from our from our clan we went in blind and just tried to figure it out and it took us 45 minutes um because it was like a horror movie and we were just getting all these like voiceover lines and we were like this is fucking freaky yeah i want to chase that a little bit more of like and this trailer seems to set that vibe of like no this is going to be uncomfortable yeah to me to me they've done it a little bit before but to me looking at the trailer and just the energy that witch queen has Mm. i'm like maybe presage was like a little bit of a test run to be like can we do horror like can we do uncomfortable can we do creepy Mm. is the is the community going to respond to creepy because i know they're they're back when i used to play and it first launched the stuff to do with eris and the um the ghosts on the moon and stuff like that um a lot of people didn't like that they thought they it was too grim it was too gritty when it first came out yeah and a lot of people because it was just kind of dumped on them out of nowhere not dumped but you know it was unfamiliar that drop was just like oh weird now like it's creepy it's gritty yeah but then like, Eric, you, you look at any of the environments that came out with shadow keep like that hive bone architecture that they've basically just painted red that stuff yeah. is gross and you do those lost sectors and the mission when you're going down into the moon to like retrieve items in a dark room and it's like no this sucks this is like you know mission i don't know four of the shadow keep campaign and you're trying to retrieve the cryptolith out of a room that you need ghost torchlight to to find your way through like that shit is scary and i think i think it's just prior to that like early d2 if i'm remembering correctly it's been a while but Mm. early d2 and d1 was apocalyptic wasteland Mm -hmm. so like earth and trostland and those kinds of you know um i nearly said ecb edz edz um and cosmodrone it was like oh this is earth it's still kind of familiar but then you had the shiny high-tech tower Mm. and then it only kind of got a little bit gritty when the hive were involved or the cabal were involved but even then the cabal were an advanced civilization so it it was gritty but it wasn't like hive you know and it and it yeah like elixir had basically their society is basically built on the scraps of other societies. Yeah, they, they were basically like the steampunk race. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. And then the Taken was dark, but like it was still very polished and still very. Yeah, the, like, the, 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 the Taken to me feel removed because they're like supernatural in a way. Yeah, like it was like a lot of crystals and like a lot of purples mm. and blues. It was still very clean. So I feel like when Shadowkeep hit, it it kind of it was super gritty and, and horror based and mm. creepy, and I think a lot of people just weren't prepared for it. Oh, yeah. So I feel like you had all those nightmares in there too. That stuff was yeah, grim. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like Eris being haunted by like her mm. old fire team and stuff. Yeah, and she's screaming at him. Yeah, oh, those cutscenes were so good. Um, so I feel like Presage was a really good way to be like, yo, we're gonna get kind of horror yeah, for a I mean, little bit. 
we're, kind work, of we're working kind our way of... towards Lightfall, the name of the next major expansion after Witch Queen. Like, it's not going to get good. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's kind of what I'm I'm hoping that like that's the way they're going. Is yeah. like when when everything goes to shit, how grim and dark it'll get. Because we thought the Red War and the Tower being destroyed was grim. Yeah, like we thought. The traveler being destroyed was grim. What happens when, you know, the darkness wins? Like we mm. got little tastes of that. Yeah. And I feel like presage is a really good way of being like, look, this is what happens when the darkness is kind of starting to take over, and this is what mm. happens when it grabs a hold. So I'm excited. Like yeah. I, I hope it does take a weird grim. Even if if it's just for an expansion, I really hope it does take like a weird grim, gritty kind of. Yeah. horror element uncomfortable kind yeah, of yeah because there's edge. there's still room for them because obviously you got like witch queen comes out and then there's the season the first season for the year starts then too there's still three more seasons after that before lightfall that could you know lift the story back up a little bit before letting it crash um when by the time lightfall drops because I, I mean like if you go super high level my very reductive basic prediction is like you know witch queen is like kind of dark and ominous things are starting to get bad lightfall is the fucking floor falls out and then the final shape is kind of like the redemptive arc end of saga hero kind of returns to glory sort of classic hero's journey kind of shit but over the course of like three or four years of a massive online video game yeah um so yeah i'm ready for that that dark middle chapter, I guess, or like beginning of the end kind of chapter. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm I'm hoping we get that that feeling a little bit. It's like, oh shit, this is yeah. Oh, we've killed gods, but we can still die. Yeah, this is where it all starts to unravel. Mm. The darkness has ghosts now. The darkness has taken control of the light. Like, well, Savathun well, has. Savathun apparently we still don't know. Where the but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> this this special special thing, these special abilities that define us from the rest of the galaxy, mm. and all of a sudden it's not exclusive to yeah. Guardians anymore. I am very curious to see how that actually feels in game and how they how they roll that out against us as the player. Um, the the thing that I was thinking of earlier was. Um, the Shadow of Mordor game, you know, the one that like vaguely Lord of the Rings themed open world adventure thing had the nemesis system in it, which was super fascinating. The problem is they put a patent on it so no one can ever use it. Um, but it was basically like, you know, you had these named enemies in a military hierarchy within the game. And if you killed one, it would then come back later, but it's got like, you know, scars and shit like prosthetics and it remembers you and really wants to fucking kill you. Um, and as it, it would like cycle them through. And then if one killed you, you'd respawn, but it would go up in rank. It was like all these different ways you could play with it. I would love to see something like that make its way in. Because yeah. in this trailer, you kind of, you see glimpses of, glimpses of what almost looks like Savathun having lieutenants in the same way that um, we had the, uh, in Forsaken, what were they called? The Barons or like, uh, you know yeah. the, the 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 scorn kind of mini bosses that you had to kill on the way through the campaign. Um, 
I could almost see something like that coming through with it of like, no, they're going to keep coming. Like these gu- these hive guardians are just going to keep coming. You can just keep like yeah. Like are are they are they named enemies that have a specific kind of like loadout, or are they just just a fucking mill of really high power enemies that you have to keep fighting, or or is it like because you see you've seen the clips of like the player character grabbing the hive ghost and crushing it in a in a in a move that looks like a finishing move out of Doom. Um, does that mean there's like a finite list and we have to work our way down through it before we, you know, finish the campaign? I just want to play it now. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I want technicality aside, because as you know, I'm a very like, I don't really look at the technical aspects Mm. of games. I'm more into the emotional kind of impact games have. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like we kind of balance each other a lot there where you're like technically and I'm like, well, emotionally. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I love Death Stranding because that is a emotionally driven, intuitive kind of engaging game. For me, I want the Guardian, like the Hive Guardian moment to feel like, you know, in a Marvel movie where the bad guy has powers and everyone goes, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Where did, like, shit them too like i want i want that moment to feel like that where you as a player like even though we've been hinted to it Mm. in the trailers and they've pretty much been like haha in the trailers i want that reveal moment or that first fight with one to feel like the yeah the like the thanos like oh fuck shit yeah that as you as you're sort of building up to that that's exactly what i was thinking is like we have already seen kind of what they look like i I would ex- I would kind of expect at this point that that they've still got something up their sleeve for that reveal of fighting fighting it for the first time. Um, I want all of us yeah. in the group chat when we first encounter it to go, oh fuck, yeah, fuck, yeah. Like, um, oh, what was the last thing that was like that? Um, I think it might have just been like one of the trailers or or something recently where we were all just kind of waiting for everyone else to have seen it so we could start talking about it or it might have been like a mission or the or the or the dares stuff because it was like super fan servicey we were like don't say anything until everybody's reached this point because there's like some really cool moments in there um, oh uh luke cave that's what it was grasp of avarice yeah yeah because and that, that was a similar thing like we kind of knew what we were in for going into it but then it's not until you like okay that soundtrack one banger but also there's little music spots from D1 and early D2. And if you know them, you know them. Um, yeah, that's what it was. So, yeah, I I just, I honestly can't wait. It's like just over a month. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it too. Like it's like, yeah, they're giving a, a lot away, but Bungie being Bungie, I know they're going to do those special little moments mm. or those those impactful moments that they, yeah. they haven't even mentioned. They're like forsaken for example no one no one really knew the end of that was coming so that had a big impact on especially people like me <laughs> who are emotionally yeah. invested. that that scene had a, a big moment and even then like i had to replay forsaken for something and yeah. i i was in the group chat with you guys and i was like hey gotta mute myself gonna cry <laughs> yeah i mean that like they killed Cade in the opening mission yeah and 
that that like the fact that they did it right at the opening was what surprised me it's like yeah killing a main character is like a really good way to increase emotional stakes with storytelling whatever but like to open forsaken by doing that insane yeah and people still won't shut up about it (laughs) yeah so i'm really i'm i'm really hoping we get a moment Mm. like forsaken even if it's not even at the beginning even at the end or halfway through where they're just like whoops yeah i I wonder how much crow features because it feels like they've put a lot of work into crow in the last like year yeah but he might be big and lightful yeah because he's kind of he's gone away but that didn't feel like such a big thing that he'd be away for a full year I don't know. For me, feelings and emotions and tensions are riding really high with um, Saint and grasping Obviously, whether Osiris yeah. is actually really gone or not. Mm. So I'm I'm hoping for some wrap up. Like even mm. if it breaks my heart, I'm hoping that that storyline gets wrapped up a little bit in Witch Queen. I would like to see, yeah, if not a positive ending, at least Just some, some clo- closure. Yeah, on some that closure. Character. Just let let me know if one of our two space dads is okay actually let me know if they're both okay like either way i yeah whichever way osiris goes i need to know saint's okay give it give saint like a dog or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe something to to fill the void get him a little bird too a little a little squire but it's a little elixney (laughs) yes little elixney baby That somehow is wearing sun braces and just destroying the battlefield. (laughs) (laughs) Just a goofy little squire, a homie. Yeah. Yeah. Get Saint-14 a squire. Because I feel like we we got our closure and we got our, like, sweet revenge with um, the future war cult. Uh, Ah, Lakshmi. Storyline Lakshmi, yeah. I want I want closure elsewhere too. I want yes. it to be as good. Like I want it to be as like But at the same time I feel like a lot of because of the whole Osiris thing, there are a lot of Destiny community members who are like, let me just rip Savathun apart. Mm. Let me just fuck her off. Like and yeah. I'm in the same I'm like, let me just fucking hit her. Just yeah, just, one. just one. Just one good Dump. hit. <laughs> uh yeah. Unpowered melee to the bitch's teeth. Like, just let me slap her. <laughs> let me knock one tooth out. You just... made me bleed my own blood. Oh, what is the fuck? What is that from? Isn't it Zoolander? Yes. I know Stiller says I it. I don't remember. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood or something like that. Yeah, like, I know I've seen the thing that quote is from, but I can't remember what it is. Scream uh... it at us in the comments. Yeah, please. I, I have a terrible memory for most things like movies, TV shows, books. Like, I'll watch them, read them once, and then just like completely forget about them. And I don't usually rewatch or reread things. So, when stuff like this happens, unless it's something I've watched a lot on repeat, no chance. I feel like we're both like that, but then we've got people in the clan that have almost like photographic memory when it comes yeah. to like. Like, we've got people in the clan who can, like, recite Star Wars lore from beginning to end without getting anything wrong. They can tell ships and guns and stuff off just looking at them. Yeah. 
And then you and I are just like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen that, yeah. (laughs) That one sword that goes schwang when you swing it. Uh, Oh, yeah, schwang saber. We (laughs) We don't even remember half the names for, like, the weapons in Destiny. We make names up. Yeah. For them. So, <laughs> guillotine is just spin to win. Beyblade. The Beyblade yeah. sword. Chainsword is... Uh, the Lament. Lament. Bows to the knees, yeah, crank it like a chainsword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Which is why we're not a law podcast. <laughs> no, no, because we would... Con- like, I would constantly have to be here with this book, just like, well, uh, let me just check my notes. Uh, there it is. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, but most of the time we wouldn't be. I want to make vague, sweeping judgments about law that I have no claim about. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Callus is actually a swinger. Saints a bottom. He may look like a top, but he's probably a bottom. Yeah. Yeah, very supportive bottom. Not a power bottom. Just There's the epitome. No topic from the bottom there. No. No, he only yeah. bottoms from the bottom. Ikora is asexual. She does not fucking care about any of it. No. She's just sick of cleaning up everyone's messes. Yeah, yeah. She she shaved the hair off ages ago and just went, no, I'm just slinging Nova bombs. You can go get your rocks off elsewhere. She's like, leave me the fuck alone. I am trying to clean up another yeah. mess. The, 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 like, surprisingly kinky one is Hawthorne. Probably. Because she's surrounded by all these people that have killed God. She's like, yeah, I'll fuck around. What's up? I got a bird. bird the, bird, the bird's just going to watch. Bird people are weird. Yeah. Yeah. You think cat people are weird? Wait, no, you, okay, you know people. who's the more weird one in that case? Is Zer, because he's a horse guy. He is a horseman. Yeah. <laughs> he's also a color, like a multi-dimensional octopus head. He's, he's the anti-DJ Khaled because he can definitely go down on someone. Multiple people at once, oh, I think. This is entering hentai territory. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> We've reached the like hour mark where we're both like tired and out of stuff to talk about, and we just get weird with it. We just get real scuffed. Yeah, yeah, just a little. Um, okay, before we go down that path any further, on air. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you wanted to cover this week? Anything Witch Queen? Anything else that's, at all? Anything current? That's it for me. Yeah. Um, I've kind of spent the last couple of weeks just avoiding the more darker community drama. Not mm. about it. No. Um, just spent my just time retweeting. Yeah. Just spent my time retweeting some uh, good takes regarding the drama, but then also like people who are just like, you know what, fuck this drama. It happens every fortnight. Let's talk about good parts of the community or let like let's shout each other out. Um yeah, no, and that's, sh- the, like, that's the shit I've been focusing on. The 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 one the one account I'm gonna shout out, because I think it's funny as fuck, is uh Ascendant Nomad. I don't know if you've you've come across his stuff before. He he does like sort of PvP tutorial videos is kind of one of the things I've seen from him. But uh, I think it was like less than a week ago he posted like the on Twitter a thread of essentially the D2 community meta. And he was basically saying like literally every three months, 
there will be a discourse about teabagging and why it's toxic. And that is currently going on. And he tweeted that like five days ago. And he's like, yeah, motherfucker, two o'clock. Like it's That's- right on time. Yeah, the thing the thing that annoys me though is a lot of that discourse came out of someone tweeting some really fucking terrible shit mm. someone said to them in mm-hmm. trial. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yo, you talking about community members that need to go? Here is one there of them. There you go. And like and then the only another- reason I see that is because it's being surfaced and posted towards people like DMG. Yeah. And they're like, hey, and get then- rid of this actually. And they do. Yeah. And then another another larger creator or largish creator was like, "What about teabagging? When are we going to do something about teabagging?" And I'm like, I agree with OP's response, which was like, "Teabagging, death threats, and slurs, not exactly yeah. like on yeah, like which the one do you want to start with? Actually, comes to community <laughs> toxicity, like yeah. this one of which is an actual crime in a lot of countries. Maybe start with that one." Yeah, and I was just like, you know, obviously then the discourse was, you know, you must be really privileged in this game and in life to be offended by teabagging while other people are receiving very horrible messages from other community members. Like, Yeah, but no, but yeah. all of that to say, that's not our bag on, on, on this show. No. We don't want to just be a fucking Destiny tea spill show. Yeah, I don't want to be fucking Keemstar of the Destiny community. No, you. neither do I. <laughs> my hairline, my hairline is much too impressive to be Keemstar. Yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, I've got all of this going on. So, neither of us can grow a beard, but Get you rid. know, well, no, this is like three days worth of stubble, and that's about as much as I can do. <laughs> and then I, I get slightly longer. I get annoyed. I shave it off. Done. Yeah, I just, I'd rather focus on the good parts, of the community, and the exciting parts yeah. of the game. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, I feel like you can be critical, but you know, for yeah. the most part in the new year, we're only two weeks in, but in the new year, having a great time in the community, having That's fun. It. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, trying to carve out our little space and finding that there's actually a lot of people out there with a similar idea of like, let's just, I don't know, enjoy this game together. Just be good to each and, other and play yeah, and, dumb but also, space like, magic game. Uplift those around you that are doing similar things as opposed to just like getting caught up in some shitty Twitter drama. Like it's not mm. it's just not a good time for anyone. Yeah. There's enough on Twitter to be mad about. Don't make stuff up. Twitter is a hellscape. Don't make it worse. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway. Um be kind, I guess, to each other. Play some destiny. Um, this Make has been, friends. yeah, this has been Erico Blueberry episode 21. Uh, we've got some of our social links down in the description. Um, you've been doing a little bit of streaming again. I still have yeah. not quite started that back up. Um, planning to, I would like to stream more destiny, but I'm also playing games like Stardew and inscription yeah. and just try some stuff so out. Come vibe. Yeah. Yeah, come vibe. Um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, the usual. Hit us with the like, the subscribe, maybe a comment. Tell us all the things we got wrong, and then I will promptly ignore those messages. But I will still probably give them a like, because we, we like talking to people. I don't know. <laughs> it's something. It's something. It's like getting to know more of the community outside our fire team and our clan. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but until next week, that's going to do it. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Bye. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. You can tell it's neat because of the way it is. Ha <laughs> ha. Woo.